Go Your Own Way is brought to you by Overmental.com, the media culture hive mind. Enjoy the adventure. Welcome, listeners. Hello. Hi. We can't hear you, listeners, but we'll assume that you're listening. Oh, my. Because otherwise you wouldn't be listeners. You would just be people. We are people, too. I'm Peter. And there's Jen. Hi. And Eric. Hello. And together we join forces. With our powers combined. (laughs) We make a fantastic podcast called Go Your Own Way. The podcast where we are talking. Yes. Last time we were talking a good story. Or I guess Jen was talking a good story. I think this was my choice, called... wasn't it? This was, was not it yours? mine. I yeah. Why do I remember this being Jen's? Beca- just because I usually hit the random button a few times and I get something really weird doesn't mean that all the weird choices are mine, Peter. <laughs> was fish fillet yours, Jen? Fish fillet was mine. Uh, I thought that was Eric's. <laughs> I got those swapped. Okay. Well, I knew the beginning would be a little rocky for this one because I remember almost nothing. From our first half of this story mm-hmm. that we started last time. Because, listeners, it's been a couple of weeks since we recorded that first part. We're doing so, so good. Luckily, we can load our position in the story, but I don't really remember much of anything. So, uh, do you load at the same point I do? Prove that they are funny by finding even more funny fart videos. Yes. Okay. Yes. And if that makes no sense to you, listeners, go listen to the first part of this That's story. That's right. Which is called Back to the 90s by Jogan and Ankaja123 <laughs> on chooseyourstory.com. <laughs> Something about time travel. We're in the 90s again, which was the glory days for some people. Our brother, whose name escapes me, is really into pogs at the competitive level. Right. And we did something related to that. And I think we also have light-up sneakers. Yeah, we have some light-up sneakers and some Junko jeans. Uh, yeah. Did Junko stand for something? Mm, no idea. Like, I'm aware of them as a thing that existed, but beyond that. Mm. Tell us on our Facebook page. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're trying to keep our brother from, like, remaking the world the way he wants it, which is erasing the 90s. Right. Yes. Because otherwise he oh, becomes because... the dear leader. Right, yeah. Yeah, or something. He becomes the Joseph Stalin of the future. <laughs> and now we have to be the Batman of the past. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know how we got to this particular point. I think we are on a computer. Maybe we were given a computer. And we had the choice to like play video games or go on the web and look at fart videos. Yeah, I think so. And then we 
shows fart videos like three times in a row and now and that's the thing every time that we do this yeah. every time we make a decision that the author is like no Ugh, he makes us keep going there's no ending oh that's right there's not really death it's just like it's an ending but then you have you can just keep going right yeah the story no it like when i originally opened this window i was like oh we already did we decide it. yeah <laughs> like did we decide to go back to a thing that we'd already finished what the fuck all right should i read this page uh, yes so apparently know- since this is your story eric where we're i guess at? you can read <laughs> you mean this this page i think we already did well we i mean i'm sure again. we read it but just to give us some context Last time on Go Your Own Way. You become the de facto source for funny fart vids. Nothing makes you happier than big farts of all types. You become a fart Eskimo, developing a new style of language specifically formatted to different kinds of farts. Your fartin' fan site becomes the most popular place on the internet, and you eventually sell it to Excite for over $2 million. You have made the first internet meme. Rank rips a big fart. Our only option is that's not the legacy I want to make for myself. You don't get to decide that game. I'm going to say that if you make a fart site that's more popular than every porn site ever, that (laughs) is a fine legacy. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, if you can make farts more funny and appealing than people fucking, like, hmm. well done, That's you. That's a good point. Son, your dad knocks on you and Tony's room. That must be our brother's name. Okay. I bought something for the family. You look up from your Star Wars comic books. Is it Jurassic Park related? No, it's a computer. Your eyes light up and memories of dominating Oregon Trail well up like tears in your brain. Brain tears sound like a not good medical condition. Or a band name. Ooh, yeah. That's not a bad band name. What kind of music would they play? It, it, would, be, it would be science metal. Science metal? <laughs> They're a metal band, but they talk about science. and tears stuff. Or- the properties of palladium. I would so listen to that. <laughs> yes, son. What are the games? What are the games? What are the games? They're called Jumpstart, and they're about edutaining you. What's edutainment? Well, Cam, edutainment is sort of like entertainment. But you learn instead of blowing away demons in murder simulators. Is it really murder if they're demons? Is it really murder if it's a simulation? Also a fair point. Is it really murder? (laughs) (laughs) Alright, I guess we're taking that one to the end of the... Is there murder? Is murder a thing? Alright, so... Blah, 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 blah. Our options are... Search for games. Cyber chat rooms. Hacker. Change Tony's grades to F's. Search for funny fart videos. Move on to an important battle. So, I, if I remember correctly, we skipped games completely. 
Mm-hmm. We skipped cyber chat rooms completely for some reason. Mm-hmm. We did not change Tony's grades to Fs, even though we hate him. I think we decided we wanted him to have some success, right? Yeah. Like, we didn't want to just completely destroy his life entirely, because then he would... I don't remember, some reason. Or we can move on, but I think we also said that the computer was here for a reason, right? Right. Gotta be. I mean, maybe we should revisit changing all his grades to Fs. Maybe that will break his, like confidence in his competence and he won't be able to make a time machine i i'm i'm willing to try it yeah do we want to give that a shot it sounds like it's that's at least productive the other options sound like they're just wasting time right and i feel like it's sort of premature to move on to an important battle like Hmm. i feel like we haven't gotten everything out of the computer yet that we could have gotten out of it Having watched the movie Hackers over 500 times, you realize that hacking mainframes is really easy. Essentially, you're transported into a cool 3D rendered world, and your consciousness descends on the servers of your public school like a horde of Hitchcockian birds. (laughs) You douse the firewalls, decrypt the passwords, and eventually gain access to the grade mainframe. You project your cyber-consciousness to your brother's grades and quickly change all of them to Fs. You add funny teacher comments like Big Time Fart Boy and Smelly Loser. Your brother is jailed for criminal stupidity, and a shadowy government agency hires you for cyber-warfare. You spend the rest of your days raging, waging secret war for the CIA. You transcended your mortal bonds and have become computer. Rank, how about a nice game of chess? Nice. Oh, no. Let's not do that, though. So I guess we were right the first time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Though I didn't think it would happen so quickly. Maybe we should just move on to an important battle. Like, I feel like this is just looping us around. Yeah, I mean, because, like, the, what is it called? Back to the 90s? It's supposed to be, like, a nostalgia trip. So the games in the chat rooms, I'm assuming, are just that. Yeah. They aren't critical to the story. So are we good with him? important battle? Are we? Yeah. Moving forward? Okay. It's going to be good. I hope so. A knock at the door interrupts your computer time. I'll get it. Tony exclaims, What's the deal, yo, fucker? Oh, shit. Trevor Weedheart. His parents are divorced. Oh, you, no. You stay quiet, hearing Trevor use a bunch of swear words that his parents used when they were getting divorced. It's hard to recognize emotional trauma in someone who calls you a bunch of weird words that you don't understand yet. Your mom calls Tony to pick up a fresh hot load of bagel bites from the oven, and Trevor calls your name. Hey, piss boy, you're in trouble. Get over here and suck on my toes, says Trevor. Urine, of course, is spelled like P-urine. In case that wasn't clear from my pronunciation. (laughs) You hear doors open, then slam as he searches for you. Your heart races as you're really not in the market for an ass-kicking today. 
You duck under the desk, pulling the computer chair closer for cover. He opens the door to your dad's office, immediately spotting you. Can't hide from me, piss boy! His feet stink <laughs> from wearing his etnies without socks. Now suck on my toes, or we're playing a game of stop hitting yourself because I'm hitting you. You hate that game. Your only hope now is that Tony brings the bagel bites, so you stall him. Trevor, you start. I know your parents are divorced, but why don't we sell this like men? He turns red. My parents are divorced? My dad is just tired of all my mom's bullshit. He trails off. Letting you complete the word bullshit in your head. And moved in with his cool secretary. Your dad spent a year in jail in jail for tax evasion and is now under suspicion of arson for burning down his used car lot. You don't tell him that he will die. You do use your future knowledge to cause further emotional drama and really hit him where it hurts. Bullies deserve this. His face breaks. That's it. We're gonna play the game. Your brother enters the room, followed by the mouthwatering scent of a home-cooked load of bagel bites. Hey guys, let's chow down on these bad boys. Trevor sneers. Bagel bites are for skaters only. Your piss boy brother can't have any. I bet you I can beat you in a contest. I bet you I am more of a true skater than you will ever be. And I don't think that was Tony talking, actually. That was us. I think that was us. I think you're right. Whatever. <laughs> Trevor looks at you, almost pitying. Name it, piss boy. So, <laughs> our options are L.A. Lights challenge him to a cool kicks contest. Just murder him in front of everyone. Get your ass kicked in front of your brother. Junkos, let the bodies hit the floor. I I can't resist let the bodies hit the floor. I really can't <laughs> resist let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. I think I did that right. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. Do we need to use the jeans or do we just click it? Let's just click it. I just, just clicked click it. it. You feel the breeze flow gently through the flared parachute openings of your Junkos. Trevor stands at the edge of your driveway, and Loco by Cold Chamber is the soundtrack in your head, like in some psycho clown version of The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. You afraid, goth boy? Trevor asks. I am the Pumpkin King! You scream, and you break your board in half, leaving you with a badass-looking wood sword. Trevor gives a surprised chuckle and pulls the collar of his shirt over the back of his head. Well, I'm Bungholio! He shouts as he ollies right at your head, knocking you over. Only he's ollied too high and loses control of his board, flailing his arms in air as you lay on the pavement. He lands on top of you and pins you down and begins to hock a loogie that slowly descends towards your face. Just like he did to you in third grade. A warm liquid oozes down your cheeks, but it isn't green and slimy like usual. It's red. Blood red. A look of shock and defeat comes across Trevor's face as he gets up and finds your wooden saber jammed in his abdomen. 
You rip the chain from his neck and attach it to your wand as he sputters and makes awful gurgling noises. His half-human tubular gadgetry sparking inside his wound. Oh shit, he's a robot. The cops can't do anything. It's self-defense. Your brother goes to therapy. You get a rap around school for having killed a guy. And life gets a little bit better. Oh, uh, so this definitely. seems like it might be good because it looks like we're advancing to teenage years. Right. And like, I feel like that's a realistic portrayal of the 90s. If you kill a guy, you get prestige. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You've picked out your clothes, eaten a good breakfast, and ducked Tony when the son of a bitch offered to drive you to school. Now it's time for the big leagues. High school. You envision a high school movie and start monologuing all of the cliques you'll meet. There's the Goths. No one is sure about them. Their leader is called Darkness, and the only thing really dark about him is his B.O. Nice, stinky Goths. You continue. The skaters, well, the skaters are all about free living, toking up the big weed, and also having a good time. Everyone knows they're getting bad grades, but when they do tricks on their boards in the parking lot, everyone is always super impressed. You move your hands, conducting an invisible orchestra of good-looking adults pretending to be high school kids. And these chiseled gods are the preps. They have rich parents, get the girls, and are generally cooler than me. There have been skaters in trouble who, it was said, went to the preps for help and a small alliance was formed. And that's where I... You snap out of it. Your Wheaties are soggy and the bus is driving away. Guess you'll have to walk. We can join the Goths, become a skater, nasally squeal I'm going to the library, or be a prep. You know, it's weird. Like, I'm 30... And, like, there's still a tiny little bit of revulsion in my brain when I think of clicking be a prep. Uh, hmm. So what do we want? What are we doing? What's happening? Seems like we were a skater of some kind. I say we become but a nerd. I think we should change who we are for high school. You know why? Chance for a because fresh start. Because the nerds take over. Right? The nerds get revenge. Revenge of the nerds. To the library! You wait patiently in a 20-minute line. People cut in front of you, talk their way in front of you, and generally give you a deep-seated sense of self-righteous fury that will never find its way out. You seethe quietly, hearing girls talk about sophomores, and you think incorrectly that maybe when you're a sophomore, you will get talked about. You get your lunch and hurriedly head off to the least populated area you can find when, whoa, 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 fucker. Oh, shit. You just stepped on my shoes. Sorry, I didn't mean to. The freakishly large boy knocks the rubbery pizza out of your hands. He says some really rude stuff about you, your sexual preferences, and whatever race gender you identify with. We can kick his ass, sea baths. Try to get away. Just ignore him. He's jealous. What would a nerd do? I say we try to get away. Yeah. 
You mutter sorry under your breath, taking the closest walkway as far away from him as you can. He says, hey, come back here, and continues with some really offensive words. You break off in a sprint, weaving through kids, rolling backpacks, and a new, wider flared brand of Junkos. You notice an oasis, although any port in storm will do, and slam the door of the library behind you. Ms. Pringle stands at her desk, arms folded with her eyes planted firmly on the door. Let him in, she says, as the big kid knocks on the door. You open the door and lower your eyes. I'm sorry for kicking your shoe. I didn't mean it. Sorry isn't enough. I'll be making you feel sorry after school, he says, emulating a bully he had heard on a movie and hoping he was doing it right. Okay, but honestly, I feel sorry right now. I really didn't mean to ruin your day and your new pair of shoes. I get how exciting it is, and it really must be frustrating to have somebody mess them up. His stupid bully face face breaks into a lock of look. Jesus Lord, <sighs> a look of shock. You unknowingly manage to be the only human being to connect with this unlovable product of abuse, social oversight, and just generally not being a nice guy. You're better than him, is what that means. He walks off wordlessly, and a guy wearing a turtleneck gets up from behind a computer desk furthest from the door. Hey, I'm Tix. Why do they call you that? Because a neurological disorder basically makes me scratch my body constantly, and I lied about having tics so people wouldn't make fun of me until 8th grade. Weeks of therapy eventually got me off of that and on two tabletop role-playing games. Want to be my only connection to another human that hasn't been arranged by my mom? Well, we only have one choice. Yeah. Apparently, we are always in the market for a cool sidekick. The library's pleasant combination of heat and air conditioning prepares you for all weather conditions, keeping your skin an, an, an unhealthily pallid color that you think about at night while Tony finger blasts girls in the adjacent room. <laughs> finger blast? Yeah, no, that sounds insane to me, but that's that's cool. <laughs> Sounds crazy pants. Okay. Uh, you do have a best friend, though. Ellery is a really nice kid who likes to play Dungeons and Dragons. It's really nice to escape with Ellery into a world where you can kick people's asses and ask if girls are hot without getting beat up. You have become a nerd. You will move to San Francisco later and probably start a company that capitalizes on everyone else's need for social interaction. And we get an item. We are going to be Facebook. Facebook! <laughs> we are Zuckerberg. Oh, I'm okay with this. We're going to be rich. And we can start with that $2 million seed money from the fart website. Mm-hmm. Just like Mark Zuckerberg. That's right. And then we can use our sick social engineering skills. Hell yeah. Your friendships are awesome. High school is the best, and life is so good that you almost forget your mission. Then it happens. The active kids don't do heroin, probably. (laughs) Organization (laughs) to promote not doing heroin hires Fred Durst for the big Just Say Sports rally. You know it isn't Fred Durst, and you know that when he takes the stage to sing Nookie, he's changing Stick It Up Your to Don't Use Drugs, Please. You see Tony, and you know he's becoming a better person already. 
Curing one of his heroes give him such an important mission can only end in him going on to cure most of the problems that will help humanity transcend its physical form and oh, begin no. exploring the stars. You've got to stop him. Fred Durst is his hero? Yeah, that's a problem. That's a big <laughs> problem. Fred yeah, Durst that... was never my hero. <laughs> to be fair, he does have one perfect song. Yes, that is Wait, true. Which song do you think of his is perfect? I like his cover of the Mission Impossible theme. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that is okay. To be fair, that is a close second right? on the list of best. Uh, what was the name of his band? Shit. Uh, my brain died. Yes. Biscuit. Yeah. That is that is definitely a clear second on the list of best Limp Biscuit songs. It's it's fair. The best, of course, being just one of those days. Oh, that is a good song. Right. That is a good song. That right, like yeah. Like, you really want to hate Limp Biscuit, but then, like, if you're having a bad day and you put that song on, you're like, oh, yeah, no. No, no, that makes sense. That's that's yeah. that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Peter's all silent because he refuses to know any Limp Biscuit songs. That's true. You wait until the show is over and wander over to Tony. Bro, what's that? Sh- wasn't that show just great? Uh, yeah, sure, Tony. I bet he wants to improve his life and be a better person. Idiot. By the way, do you know about DMT? Sure don't. What is it? He looks at the book in your hands, smiling with the same sense of purpose that sent you back here to the 90s. (laughs) You can't let this happen all over again. Uh, well, basically, some scientists discover that drugs are portals to other realities. So when you do drugs, you're not just getting high as hell, you're actually exploring parallel universes by doing them. Being smart also makes you able to explain really stupid concepts with words that make them sound smart. He looks at you, almost hungrily. You mean when I smoke weed, I'm just conversing with relaxation spirits or some shit? Uh, sure. Relaxation spirits. The point, the point is, read this book and start trying hallucinogenic drugs. Squeegee your dang third eye, Tony, and stop drinking the Kool-Aid. He looks... He takes the book and starts doing big drugs. The rumor about the kid who believed he was an orange after taking too much LSD was inspired by Tony's story. More therapy for him, the house to yourself, and a bright future in manipulating the emotions of your lessers. I mean, that sounds like the dream of a 90s high school kid. (laughs) So we continue on. You've been invited to the White House for a meeting with the president. Whether you started Pets.com and were invited for your ability to see important market trends, or because you're one of the most rebellious musicians in the world, this is one of the most important days of your life. You aren't frisked at the door and the secret service men salute you with a certain kind of respect reserved to only true kings. And you are one, to be sure. 
You open the door to the Oval Office and find the president doing the thing that got him in big trouble in the late 90s. He brings a certain aplomb to it, though. And you can't help but bask in the majesty of the most prestigious room in America. Oh, God. We watched him with Monica. Oh, yeah. That's the 90s. America watched him with Monica. Right? Bill Clinton getting a blowjob. It's basically the only thing you could watch in the 90s. And we turned out fine. Right? We are completely reasonable human beings. Alright, so we can become him, rat him out to the media, take off Monica's Jackie O hat, and put on a Che Guevara hat instead. I want to become him. What? I want to become him. No, Che hat. <laughs> really? I mean, Che hat is kind of funny, too. But gonna, if we become him, we can do whatever we want with the hats. We're gonna we're gonna pass up putting Che hat on woman giving Bill Clinton a bl- on Monica Lewinsky giving Bill Clinton a blowjob. How good is that image? We're gonna skip that, really. All right, you're lucky. I have no backbone, Eric. Good. Thank you. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm lucky, Peter, and I appreciate it. Mr. President, you say, in the same voice that you have sang songs like Gorilla Radio and your parents are media fascists, it is time for you to die and for the revolution to come. Bill Clinton, a pretty nice guy, gives you a tender smile. Son, I'm an eternal being. I managed to find a balance between a deep respect for scientific research and the understanding that the universe is deeply connected to itself. So as far as killing me is concerned... Feel free. Monica Lewinsky tears off her face, revealing another face, very similar to the old to her old face, except this one is wearing a Che Guevara hat. Mr. President, I am a robot that was sent here to kill you. Wow, says Bill Clinton, chuffed. So we figure out androids in the future? I love that aliens movie. So cool what they did with the special effects. You're both frustrated. You'd always expected the president to scream and sputter, but the 90s really were just that good. So we can finish him off, which is slightly ambiguous. Or it's Bill fucking Clinton. Really, though, you can't do him like that. I don't know about you guys, but as a child growing up in the 90s, I totally had a thing for Bill Clinton. Yeah? Well, I'm sure many women... Did that's how he I was wasn't able to a woman the s- at that time? Moves. It was well, the saxophone, wasn't it? Oh God, it <laughs> was the saxophone. Oh, that's why Jen is a musician. Yeah, Bill Clinton inspired me to become a musician. <laughs> so, Jen, you yeah. see, it seems like you're the most appropriate person to answer this question. Okay, should we finish him off? Or can we not do it like that? <laughs> Depends on what we mean by finish him off. It's up to you. Oh, boy. After all these years, you can finally live the dream. Oh, God. Oh, God. It's Bill Clinton. We can't let him die like this. All right. All right. Let's do it. We spare Bill Clinton. 
<laughs> you stand in front of President Clinton. Holding out a hand to stop Lewinsky from killing the man that brought America back from Reaganomics. Get away from him, you bitch, Monica Lewinsky says. President Clinton chuckles at the alien reference before quickly becoming serious again. Time rips apart once again, and the Tony from your time steps out of the portal. Cameron, I, I didn't know. Your face darkens. I thought I finished you. I killed your friend. I killed Fred Durst, your most positive influence. And now I'm going to save the president and become the coolest and most liked person in all of America. He smiles grimly. Cameron, I've always loved you so much for one reason. You're always so well-intentioned. Everything you do is because you love everyone so much around you. And when I invented my time machine, I knew how much you loved the 90s. So I figured I'd send you back. You have no idea what the fuck he's talking about. Listen, fucker. I've been back here killing robots and having the time of my dang life while you cure some boring third world country disease. And earn another stupid award. Get fucked, Tony. I'm trying to save the damn president. What I've come to tell you, Cameron, is that I was wrong. My simulations had you taking a very different path. But now I see that with the ability to respect one human being comes hope for the human race. Bill Clinton closes his eyes, having taken two stress management courses in college, and breathes deeply. Daps weren't invented until later, so I knew it'd be the perfect failsafe. He gives the android a complicated hand greeting and it crumples to the ground. Finally, he opens his arms wide. I love you, Cameron. I'm sorry for using you for my own ends. I thought I could change history, but you helped me realize that history is only history because we've learned something from it. Things change, people change, and the world gets better, or worse. The point is, life is beautiful, short, and worth every damn second. A single tear rolls out of Bill Clinton's still-closed eyes as he practices his breathing exercises. You can choke Tony and sell the android tech on the open market. Embrace, Tony, your lot in life, and discover true happiness. You know what we have to do. You know damn well what we have to do. I feel like there's the one I want to do and the one that the story wants us to do, and I'm conflicted. All right, which one do you want to do, Peter? I want to choke Tony's ass. So do I. Shit. I think we should but, choke his ass and sell his shit. But I feel like the story... Because if we embrace him, then we're letting him become dear leader. Screw that. Then we have become Tony. Let's choke a motherfucker. Choke him out. Choke him out. Suddenly, you realize you realize the truth. Your entire life has been some bullshit prank by Tony to make fun of and hurt you. He always does this, and you know what has to be done. You screech, a lifetime of rage bubbling up in one perfect moment, and throw yourself at your son-of-a-bitch brother. Poison, motherfucker! You're hitting him. Hogman! Pig! Pig! You're still hitting him. Bill Clinton has popped his journal open, adding this very interesting development to his memoir notes. 
Tony tries to scream, but the only thing that comes out of his mouth is a combination of gurgling noises and blood. You hit him for every time he tried to help you, sarcastically helped you out, and especially for that time he saved you from drowning. You wrap your arms around his neck, swooping inches away from his face and staring into his fluttering eyelids. Now I'm the big brother, Tony. Now I save the president and everyone will love me. Now you're the loser, Tony. You feel that part of him pop that always pops in the movies when you choke a guy. He's dead. President Clinton opens his eyes. Cameron, not only are you a very cool, but now (laughs) you've saved the president. Oh, it feels so good to be a very cool. Haven't we always wanted to be a very cool? Hell yeah. (laughs) Your eyes well up. This is the moment you've been waiting for. By the power invested in me, the easiest president in history to think was a pretty good guy. (laughs) He bucks the golden plate pager out of his desk. I present you with the highest honor that someone could ever receive. It's an honor, sir, you stammer. For great acts, achievements, and a vested interest in protecting American ideals, I grant you the 3D Doritos Registered Official Golden Pager Award. Cameron, you are the 90s. Clinton calls some guys in to dispose of the bodies. You get a street named after you, and the biopic and miniseries based on your life are both rad. Congratulations, you've murdered your brother brother in cold blood, and now everyone likes you. Now he's a loser. Rank Neo. We win. Oh. Yes. We appear to have won. We've won the game. We have won the 90s. Well, that was a story. And it was a story that we chose. <laughs> on chooseyourstory.com. <laughs> At least in the way that any purely material being can be said to choose anything, which is not at all. Mm. When that material being hits the random button on the website. (laughs) Exactly. If you have a memory from the 90s that you want to share, share it with us on our Facebook page. Don't do that. Keep your dumb fuck nostalgia to yourself. If you have a favorite Limp Biscuit song. Oh, yeah, no, share that. Definitely <laughs> share that. If you have a favorite Bill Clinton era where you think he was the most attractive. Mm. Any of those things, tell us on Facebook. At facebook.com slash G-Y-O-W podcast or say those things to us on Twitter. But it has to be short because it's Twitter. I don't remember how many characters it is. 140. Uh, that's a lot. Say that to us on Twitter at Go Your Own Way Pod. Bye. 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 For more original podcasts, videos, and pop culture news, visit Overmental.com. Thanks for listening.